Hi everyone, my name is Brian, and I'm Margarita, and welcome to the Faithful Exchange. That's right. This is the Faithful Exchange, the podcast dedicated to uniting Chicago's voices of faith, and we are here to deliver that sound teaching. Right, them sound teaching discussions to the wonderful ears of all the people in Chicago, the Midwest, and wherever you are tuning in, this is for you. Oh, so good. That's right. Our podcast is for, hey, Brian, guess what? Anyone uh, and happening? everyone. Oh, my goodness. It is for everyone. It's oh. for everyone. <laughs> and if you are someone who has been longing to deepen your relationship and understand him more, well, this is the podcast for you. That's right. And so we're here because we know that people want to understand God more. It's just facts. Whether you like him or whether you don't like him, you have questions for him. And we're here to dive into those questions. We're here to understand God more and we're here to help as best as we can. So who's this person speaking? Yes, you know my name, but a little bit more about me. I am from Zimbabwe, in case you hear an accent, born and raised from there. I might have a British dialect to my English. However, by God's grace, I was able to come here, pursue my dream for animation. And I wanted to do animation because I wanted to actually, I realized that a lot of things that are in the media that, you know, the youth and I was, I'm, I'm in my youth too, I guess. Uh, and even if I wasn't, I'd still say that sentence. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of the youth, uh, I just felt like what they were seeing on, on, you know, in media and hearing just was not edifying. And I thought, well, a lot of them, a lot of them always start off with animation. So if I could make animations that are epic, but teach about God's values, then they would at least have a consci consciousness of them. But then one day I was challenged by a friend indirectly uh, to actually study the word of God itself. Sounds crazy, right? Like I wanted to teach about God, but I didn't want to study his word. But um, I was challenged to actually get deep into his word. And um, God really put me on a 180 degrees turn. And now by God's grace, I serve as a Bible teacher. Um, I've taught small groups. I taught one-on-one -on -one seminars. And by God's grace as well, even been able to teach introdu introductory classes um, for new believers. Uh, and now here we are on this podcast. And again, the purpose is to deliver that word of God. It is to help people understand more and to discuss faith, right? Uniting Chicago's voices for faith. How about you, Margarita? I think they've had enough of me <laughs> for now. <laughs> That's all right, Brian. You know, they're going to get to know us a lot more throughout these episodes, so all good. Um, well, like you said, my name is Margarita, and I didn't choose the name. Don't come at me. My parents are born. What can I say? But even I am born in America, and a lot of people say that I tend to sometimes throw in like a Southern accent. So if it comes out, I apologize. I'm from Oklahoma, and that they have a ton of that over there. But... Um, about me, well, at some point, I actually did thought that I was funny enough to be a comedian. And when I was younger, I actually thought that I could join the circus. But then very, very quickly realized I had a terrible fear of clowns. And oh, yeah, that stuck with me. It stuck with me. <laughs> and but, you know, I, I still like to make people laugh. I make myself laugh more than anybody else, but that's OK. But um, right now, currently, <laughs> I work in the medical field. I try to make people laugh and smile over there because, you know, they're already having a bad day. Why make it worse? But I actually yeah. just recently completed a very intensive Bible course covering the book of Genesis to Revelation. And Brian, I think you took the same course. Yeah, I did take the same course. And I 
can vouch that it is intensive, but it does require you to have a determination to learn the word of God. And, uh, you know, there's many different things you come to experience. It really shows what kind of believer you really are. Uh, if you're someone who truly loves God, you know, how much are you willing to to put aside for his word? So, yeah, but, um, you know, speaking of his word, uh, that's why the people are here to actually listen to us, right? <laughs> so, they don't um, need to hear about us all day. Yeah. yeah. So I was just thinking about, um, I was inspired actually last time we spoke about a bit about Job. You shared about Job and how he was inspiring to you. And uh, that's actually what our topic today is going to be focused on. Uh, it's about understanding God, but, you know, share, share a little bit about Job for us. Yeah. So if you haven't heard the story of Job, I definitely highly recommend you go back and read it because his story is something that I try to live by to this day. Because honestly, I mean, this man is just the definition of like the, mo- the f- most faithful person that I know. And he had everything, like mm. so much going for him. And then all of it was taken away, just like suddenly. Yeah. And it honestly sounds like what, like how did that happen? But what had happened was the devil came to God and he said that would he still remain faithful if all of this was taken away? And God was like, you know what? Go at it. Go ahead and like test him. Go, go at him. Go um, ahead. Go at him. Like <laughs> do, do your best. And he honestly, the devil took everything like his mm. family, his land, his fortune, everything. But what was truly amazing was that Job still remained so faithful to the Lord. And Amen. God had so much faith in him. God was like, you know what? He's going to remain faithful. And Job did exactly that. And what was awesome is in the end, he still just remained so like faithful to God. And God was like, I'm going to bless this man. He's going to have everything now. Sevenfold actually. (laughs) Right? Way more than what he had before. Yeah. And And really... That, that that actually, like what you said, I, uh, sorry to cut you off there. No, so, uh, what she actually said really, um, it, it makes me really wonder too, like will we have that kind of faith as well uh, when it comes to, you know, what God is doing and just like how much confidence God had in, in Job, like as a believer, right? You're listening to this, um, you know, this is a question for you to just like self-reflect, but like if we're to think about our faith now, do you think God would have that same confidence, you know? He say take everything. There was one condition, like don't kill him, though, right? <laughs> but you can take do anything you want, but just don't kill him. So can you imagine like the worst plagues, the worst situations in you know in your in that that you could fathom? Like uh, is it Murphy's law? Like anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Like that happens. Like will we still be able to say God is faithful, or will we start to curse God and say, oh, there's no God? You know, a lot of people kind of go into that situation. And I think, you know, there's a lot of misunderstandings about God, even from the story of Job. Uh, you don't have to read the whole story, though I highly recommend. But at least uh, Job 1 and 2, uh, we can really see a lot of, you know, a lot of that. Uh, like, why would God do that? And I feel like a lot of believers have that, right? Like, I'm sure you've had that too, right? Like, oh, you know, yeah, why, absolutely. Why, why would God do that? You know? yeah, why would God, yeah. like, just let that happen? If, he, if he's so loving, then why would he let Satan have his way with Job? And yeah, I yeah. know I've had that multiple times with myself and I is, you know, we tend to even younger whenever before you really like dive deep into understanding God's heart, like you really continue to ask yourself the questions like, God, why do you do this? Why do you do that? And I think that's such like a testament of like Job's story is like, why would God let all of this happen? 
Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, this ties into our lesson today is how to understand God's heart. Right. And that's what we're going to be looking at today, actually, right? So we're going to be looking at how to understand God's heart. Because, again, we might actually end up feeling salty or resentful towards God. Like, oh, you know, where's God in all these situations? But we actually have to understand something very important that God tells us through his scriptures. And we see it even through the story of Job as well. Right? Uh, there's a scripture in Hebrews 12, verse 9. It says that uh, God is the father of our spirits, right? He says we all had physical fathers and they disciplined us, like they disciplined us and we respected them for it. But then how much more actually should we uh, submit to the God, to the father of our spirits, referring to God? So actually we have to submit to God. That's what the Bible is teaching us. And it says that God also disciplines us in Hebrews chapter 12. So when we think about that, God likens himself to being a father, which is a parental figure. So we can understand God by understanding our parents. You know, you think about your parents, right? They they want what's best for you. Like I mentioned, I was born and raised in Zimbabwe, but I'm in the United States now. You know, my parents sacrificed so much, not just my parents, even my aunts, my brothers, my sisters, they all sacrificed so much for me to be here because the heart of family, the heart of a parent is to give their child the utmost best, right? Yeah, I know my parents definitely had to sacrifice a lot too. I mean, they're from Russia and mm-hmm. back in the time when they were living there, it was really hard to live there as a Christian because there was a lot of persecution going on. Mm. And so wow. they had to go through a whole process of leaving there to try to come to the United States where they can have that freedom of religion. And so, yeah, when I see my parents, I, I think of sacrifice and I think of love and just doing anything they possibly can for their family and for their family to like have a good, like a good life. Right. And I mean, part of love too is discipline. <laughs> right? Discipline is something that's actually very scary, but um, it's something that we need as uh, children too. So like, you know, any child, they, they may not like it, but if we don't get disciplined by our parents, then we won't be able to grow. And that's actually something too we see through God. God wants us also to be disciplined. He doesn't just want us to be like, you know, spoiled brats. And, uh, you know, a lot of the times when a child is being disciplined, we're like, oh, you know, you don't understand me, mom and dad. Yeah, leave me alone. You don't get me. All right. You know, we were kind of like that. And uh, when situations are like that, we can easily disrespect our parents. But it's the same thing for God, too. When we don't understand God, we, we treat him the same way. Where's God? Well, this and that. It's actually the other way around because, you know, with parents, we just blame them. Um, but with God, we also blame him, um, but we blame him for not being there, even though he is. It's like, you say you're always there. Where are you now? Right. So I feel like that's something that a lot of people who are listening may, you know, you probably experienced something similar. You probably experienced something just sad or traumatic or really hurtful. And you just wondered, where was God in all these things? And so, you know, we have to think about kind of like, how can we understand God? Yeah, I think that um, a lot of people don't really tend to understand God is because they really don't know him. They don't know him Mm -hmm. enough to be able to understand him. And that honestly goes down to really just like studying the word because the word is like so much of God's character and like who he is and really like his heart and his will. And I know for me, like just in general, like, you know, when people don't understand that, you know, he's almost like a complete stranger to Mm -hmm. them. And when you do understand and when you truly understand the word, you know, he becomes your best friend. Yeah, that's very funny because like actually I related that to, you know, 
I was once asked, like, Brian, if, if a random stranger came and asked you for $100, <laughs> would, would you give it to him? And says, hey, Brian, I actually don't even know my name. It's like, hey, man, can you lend me 100 bucks? I'll pay you back tomorrow. Right? You know, why would no you way. say it to someone? <laughs> right? No, no right? Way. It's like, I don't want to, I don't know you. But flip it around. If your best friend came and said, hey, uh, Mags, I don't know if they call you that. Hey, Mag- hey Margarita. They do, they do. Uh, I have so many nicknames. <laughs> right. Hey, Margarita, I'm in a bit of a sticky situation. Can you lend me $100 and I'll pay you back tomorrow, I swear. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Take my money. You pay me back when you can. Right. Take my money, take my liver, take my... Right. My kidneys, I got a lot of organs. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, yeah. So it's kind of like that, right? So in that situation, it's easy to trust a best friend. But if you think about it, the, 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 the situation is actually the same. A person is asking you for $100 to pay you back tomorrow. But one, you wouldn't even fathom giving them. And the other, you'd probably give them even more than that. Like you need 120. Sure, is 100 enough? What's happening? So what's the difference? Like, what was the difference for you in that situation, Margarita? I think for me, the difference in that is that the first person that asked you for 100 bucks and you would you would say no, flat out no, because you don't know this person. Right. This, this person's a complete exactly. stranger to you. You're like, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you work. I don't even know if you have a form of income. Like, how mm. am I going to find you? I'm never going to see you again. Don't have your contact information. But when it comes to like a best friend, you know exactly who they are. You you know their hearts and you know exactly like they're trustworthy. And you're like, yeah, you're going to pay me back or you just pay me back when you can. Mm-hmm. I trust you. Take my money. Like I'm here to help you. You also know and, where they live. So Exactly. Like I can find <laughs> you if I absolutely need to. <laughs> right. No, that's true. And so we can actually see, right, the difference is knowledge, how much you knew them. So how much you know that stranger impacted how much you trusted them. It's the same thing with God, actually, right? How much I know God is how much faith or how much trust that I can have in God. And so the issue we find when people misunderstand God is actually not so much God wasn't there, but it starts off with, well, how well do I actually know God? Like, how do I know God's like style? Even if you have a, like, if you had a best friend who just never kept their word, you know them enough that they don't keep their word. So like, can I borrow a hundred bucks? I pay it back tomorrow. That's the kind of friend you'd be like, hey, bro, just... Whenever you can, <laughs> you don't have to pay me back tomorrow, right? Or you're just like, no, like, sorry, I don't trust you. Like, I know you're not good for it, but. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, I know, I know, right? But how much you know a person can allow you to actually have that kind of faith in them. And so when it comes to knowing God, the question becomes, how can I know God, right? So one thing that I want to share is actually a very important scripture that a lot of believers, uh, they've probably read it at least once. But we never really take time to dive into it. And that's John 1 verse 1. It says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And that's so important to understand. You know, God tells us himself that I'm with my word and I am my word. So actually, just like a parent, a parent, when they want to counsel their child, they're like, hey, let me sit you down. Let me talk to you. Same thing too. I'm sure. Have you ever had that? Like, oh, God, where are you? Or I want to connect to God. You, You ever asked yourself that? Absolutely. Countless times. Right. And I'm sure many people have too. But the issue is, do we actually go to learn from God the way he wants us to learn from him? Or do we want him to work on our standard? Right. If you read the book of Job, as as shared earlier, Job does not discredit God's character. He always looks to God. He waits for God's counsel. He even says, when I've been tested, I'll come forth as gold. He knows that this is a test. Although it's Satan who's doing the damage, God is protecting him, actually. 
And God wants to bless him, actually. And he knows that nothing he loses can compare to what God can do. And this is the God we know. But the issue we face today is whether or not we know God enough, because the less we know God, the less faith we have in God. And also, the less you know him, the more fake faith you can also have in God. You know, like that friend who literally only knows one fact about you, but they call you their best friend. <laughs> no one's like, ah, oh, we're not cool like that. It's like, oh, me and Brian go all the way back. Yeah, remember that, remember that one time in, in class? It's like I, I don't I don't I don't even remember knowing you back then, right? It's very awkward, but that's the situation a lot of believers can find themselves in with God. Right? We treat God and Jesus like celebrities. We know everything about them, but we don't actually know them. And they don't know us. Yeah. So I we have to understand God. Yeah. 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 No, I think a lot of it ties into like you were saying, how, you know, that one person that knows that one thing about you and then they're just like oh yeah, we're, we go way back. We are like, you don't know me. And a lot of it ties into like, if you, you know, you can claim to be a Christian, but without knowing the word, like how, how much of a Christian are you really? Right. And Oof. my goodness. I mean, even for me too, when before I really took time to actually study the word, you know, I would, I would think about it in like, different ways and you know i'll be like oh this one verse speaks to me in so many different ways mm. but that's also because that's just me putting my own thought into it so when we don't know god and we don't know his word we our own thoughts start to come in and we interpret the word in our own way that could be completely incorrect mm, right yeah and that makes me think of proverbs 19 verse 3 it actually tells us that uh, a man's own folly, right, which is a, a man's own foolishness, their own thoughts. It's actually what ruins our lives. So we blame God for all these things happening in our lives, but actually it's our own foolishness, according to the Bible. But then the, the, the crazy thing is that it even calls us out. You know, a lot of people blame God when things don't go their way. Oh, I made this financial decision. I was trusting you, God. What the heck? I got scammed. But it says our own folly ruins our lives. But what happens is our hearts rage against God. So we actually get angry at God for our mistakes, for our issues. So it's very important then for us to understand, well, how does God want to look after us? That's not to say God can't look after you. That's not to say God doesn't know you, right? That's not to say God isn't aware of your situation, but it's just simply acknowledging that we as children also have a responsibility to know God the way he wants us to know him. And this this uh, term, a child who... Uh, understands the will of their parent and lives up to it. It's, it's known as a dutiful child. And as, as believers, this is something we need to strive for. We need to strive to be dutiful children for God. So yeah, you know, this is something that I, I believe that as, as we continue to grow in our faith walk, we need to be people who can learn more about God's will, right? If I want to be a dutiful child to my physical parents, I need to understand them. I need to understand, well, what are my parents hoping for from me? And why are they sacrificing so much for me? In the same way, we need to understand God's word. Why? God's word records the heart of God, right? It, it records the heart of our spiritual father. It also tells us what he wants, what he hopes to do, what he hopes to accomplish. And that's what we need to learn today, right? We need to know what is it that God wants to do? Or put it very simply, what is God's will, right? We need to understand that. 
Yeah. So, yeah, you mentioned his will. So, Brian, is there any like scripture or anything that actually tells us what God's will is for us? <laughs> I mean, it's Genesis 1, verse 1, up into Revelation 22, verse 21. Hey, no, amen. <laughs> the whole Bible. <laughs> the whole Bible, right? But um, the amazing thing about God's will, it is recorded throughout the scriptures, and God himself actually tells us uh, kind of key points of it, right? So I'll share just two. Uh, two places that came to mind right now was Hosea 6, verse 6. Right? I'm sure a lot of people know this, right? I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God, <laughs> right? Rather than burnt offering. So God tells us he wants to be acknowledged. And the root word for acknowledge is knowledge. And to understand this more clearly, if you're walking down the street and a random stranger says, oh, Margarita, how are you doing? Again, you get that awkward feeling like, who's this person? I don't know you. Stranger right? danger. So you can't acknowledge that person because you don't know them. But again, if it's uh, hopefully me, right? If it's Brian and Brian says, oh, Margarita, how are you doing? And it's like, oh, Brian, right? You're able to acknowledge me because you know me. So it's the same thing. God wants to be acknowledged, which means he wants us to know him. And there's a reason he wants us to know him. The other verse that came to mind was First uh, Timothy 2, verses 3 to 4. It tells us that uh, God, uh, this is good and pleases God who wants all men to be saved. So that's actually another will, right? He wants all men. So that's his will. He wants to save all people. But there's a method that he wants to do this through. He says he wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge. There's that word again, knowledge. Come to the knowledge of the truth. So how I can be a dutiful child of God first is by knowing him, by coming to that knowledge of the truth. Yeah, so I, I hope I was able to answer your question there clearly. <laughs> well, uh, now I have one more question. All How right. can we know God and the truth? Okay, then. That's a good question. How can we know God and the truth? Well, the first thing definitely is you need to know the Bible, right? And not just know that you know this verse is here or there, but actually understanding the Bible correctly. And we also have to understand that word of God properly. Uh, why? Because God's word contains God's heart. So we have to meet God and essentially we just have to spend time with him. And that's really it. You know, meeting God, if we to put it very simply, is what we have to do for us to create that connection with him. Wow, that's awesome. Honestly, that is so helpful because <laughs> as someone that has struggled struggled with that in the past, I've always, you know, under tried to like understand God's heart and just honestly how to live as a child of God. And, you know, our duty as children of God is just to know the word, which contains his will and acting upon that will. The Bible is mm -hmm. literally God's heart written yeah. on a paper and it is access to everybody. Anyone mm -hmm. can read it Amen. and try to understand his word, honestly. Yeah, that's true. And like, just to add on to that again, like uh, that word of God, we have to meet him. Right. We want if we want to understand his will, how do I understand my parents will? I, I sit down and, and talk to them, mom and dad, you know, what are you what are you hoping to do? Uh, what's what's all, what, what is it that you'd like for me to 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 accomplish? Um, and it's the same thing with God is he also has his will. And many people ask that question about what's God's will for my life. And actually, if you're curious about that, we will be looking at that in detail in the future as we uh, continue to uncover God's heart through this podcast. But the key thing is step number one, I want to be a dutiful child for God. So what must I do? I need to meet him. 
And that's awesome because Matt and I, we're going to be discussing about this next time, actually, about how to meet God uh, and actually how to spend more time with God and how to also understand that word of God more. So if you're someone who would like to know how to get closer to God, then step number one is tune into the podcast for the next episode, (laughs) How to Meet God. But also, actually, more importantly, study your Bible. Like, <laughs> actually, read your word, read the word of God, um, and you know, get connected. So, uh, yeah, that's Anything exciting. Else? I know I'll be tuning into that episode. You know that for sure. <laughs> and as well as, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, the underscore faithful exchange underscore podcast. And there you will be seeing a lot of updates, and especially when new episodes come out. And as well, as mm-hmm. if you have any topics that you want us to specifically discuss, or if you just have any questions about something that we've already gone over, you can send us an email to podcast at thechicagochurch.org. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So this is the Faithful Exchange. We were looking at how to understand God today. And we saw if you want to understand God, we got to understand his word. So if you want to understand more of his word, tune in next time. See you next time.